welcome to Salt Cravings, episode 50. My name's Brianna. And my name's Claire. I almost said my name's Brianna. It's just two Briannas. It's just two Brianna. Well, we'll see. Maybe that'll be the thing. Who knows? <laughs> um, well, hi. Welcome to a I... podcast where Brianna just talks to herself for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, so that's so that's what we're doing today for our special 50th episode. <laughs> I'm going to speak to myself. No, but we are doing something special for episode 50. If you look at the yeah. length of the episode, actually what we're going to do is just do one craving for multiple hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely, as you can tell, just, this, just us being like, all right, here's one craving that we're going to just really drag really it out deep come dive. up with like 15 solutions every single yeah. every single solution um, we were really like i feel like we just burn through many too many cravings so we really have to like ring them out for every solution that we possibly can yeah. but also i'm lying right now so maybe you should save save this yeah i can i can i can say the thing so we talk about games a lot on this show uh, especially tabletop games but games in general and so we figured um, because at this point with Salt Cravings, we enjoy doing the thing that we do, but we're also very excited to try doing new and interesting things. And so we figured for episode 50, we might try something a little bit different. And so today we are going to play a tabletop game and we are specifically playing A Duet of Steel by Adrian Thun. I believe that's how that's uh, pronounced. A Duet of Steel is a role-playing game of long-term rivalries for two players. I'm very excited for this. Um, yeah. But, uh, before we get started, we want to know, you know. I was yeah. thinking um, before we jump into it and whatnot, we yes. could we should do the ending stuff now because this might not be for everybody. And I just want to say, like, if this is not your thing, like, do not feel like you have to listen to this episode. You can, like, we will be back. We'll be back with more cravings. Yeah. But like if listening to an actual play podcast is like it's not for everybody. I just want to be straight up. We really like yeah. it. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can go to Salt Cravings at Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. You can also like uh, send in submissions for next time or the time after or maybe the time after to submissions at saltcravings.com. Just email that in. You could give us a rating. I feel like we haven't said that in a while. Um Give us a rating yeah. based on how you liked this one episode, maybe. I don't know. That's a that's a good way to rate things. Yeah, based it on the weird episode. Also, like, just, just like, this episode's probably going to be a little slower than other episodes in just a mood. Uh, but also, yeah. who knows? Let's see, right? Like, it's, it's also, it's still us. It's still us. It's still going to be chaotic. It's still going to be fun, I think. Like, I'm, I'm not excited. imagining us going deep and super serious on this one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but please let us know, like, if you do listen to this episode, oh, or yeah. even if you if you choose not to, please let us know what you think of this. Obviously, we like playing games, we play games together a lot. And in some ways, this is us trying to get a feel for whether or not people would be interested in more of this as like maybe a, a second pod or, yeah. you know, an occasional special episode or stuff here and there, right? Like if, if people are interested in this, we would love to hear from you. And if you're not interested in this, we would also love to hear from you. Um, yeah. yeah we, Especially we love... if this just like isn't your thing, like don't feel like you can't speak up. Like we are testing the waters and we want responses. So if you don't speak up, then, you know, count that as i don't know not voting is a vote in and of itself so i guess yeah. that works too if you choose not to decide you still have made a choice um, exactly as the band rush says common source of wisdom the band rush um <laughs> <laughs> so please let us know we would love to hear from you um 
without further ado, um... So, uh, to sort of set up a duet of steel, throughout your life, throughout generations of your family, throughout the various fronts of your war, you've had one great rival. Again and again, you clash with them. One walking away, the victor of the battle, but bearing the scars of your war. A Duet of Steel is a game about rivals who engage each other in charged exchanges over an extended period of time. Whatever the setting and scope, the focus of A Duet of Steel is the two duelists, their climactic duels, and the aftermath of these confrontations. Uh, The Duet of Steel is a dance of antagonism with the ebb and flow of conflict and recovery. But it is a duet with the two parties playing off each other. It takes two to tango. Yes, let's get ready to play. Let's did it did it duel. So the first thing we need is you know pens, papers, and our sheets. I have instead made us some spreadsheets to help us do this long distance. Just yeah, these are incredible. Thank you. Um, oh, we're also going to need a deck of playing cards. Try this link and we'll see if this. Oh, All yes, right. this will totally work. Oh, hey, I can see your little cursor. Ah, cool. All right. So we've got some playing cards. We've rad. got our sheets. So the first step in this game is to establish your setting as I don't know why it says as a group. But like, I guess you could theoretically like play with more people and just sort of split it up into two teams which would i guess also kind of be fun like you could theoretically yeah. do like rival factions that like clash together uh but as a as a group discuss the setting and scale you want to play on this is your chance to create a broad sketch of your duelist and the stage of place and time that your conflicts are played across when describing your duelist and the setting of their conflict use your favorite media as inspiration for your ideas so, Brianna, I originally came into this being like, we do, a, well, I do a lot of space things. I like space uh-huh. a lot. I like sci-fi and whatnot. And I was like, maybe we should move away from space. You Great. Know, this is, this is excellent. I'd like to share that I did just uh-huh. finish Cowboy Bebop last night and it is okay. absolutely one of the worst shows I have ever watched. Which I feel like is going to make a lot of people angry. But also, I feel like we could write a better Bebop. We could. Do you want to know my alternative pitch? Yeah. Was it last night? Yes, it was last night. I watched the movie Orlando, which is based on a book by Virginia Woolf. Hell yeah. Orlando is about this immortal British noble who is born in 1600 and is given immortality powers and basically lives through these various centuries and at one point changes genders and like is just kind of an all-around nuisance and problem for everyone around him and later around her. I guess not an all-around nuisance and problem, just has a weird-ass life where they just show up every 50 years and they're like, hey, I'm here now. Um, (laughs) My pitch is Orlando, but it's rivals. Is like these two immortals over the... Immortal nobles over the centuries... I don't know. That's my pitch. I don't know if I'm feeling immortals. That was my thing. It's like, I actually think I want to play mortals. I think I want, I think I want the time scale of this to be like a lifetime at most. But my other thing, other than just my petty, I could do Cowboy Bebop better, was like an Atlantis style setting. 
Ooh. I mean, I'm really vibing, unsurprisingly, these days with like this kind of nobility vibes of like regency (laughs) like regency or you know anywhere from like the 18th century to jane austen like that is that is the the bourgeoisie aesthetically yes in basically every (laughs) other way no Um, no okay this is my one problem is like i don't know anything about that stuff and like that's okay it it does kind of limit me a little bit um i'm happy to like maybe do like an alternate history Uh, yeah so what i was gonna say what i was gonna say is i'm interested in this atlantis setting in which atlantis i just want to be very clear not atlanta atlantis yes sorry did i say atlanta i I heard atlanta you might have said atlantis but i was like well let's just go to atlanta you you know let's just play a game in atlanta (laughs) yeah i know so much about that city me too Um, i definitely know where it is I, i almost am i am thinking about this in terms of this kind of atlantis society that has this i'm basically in terms of time period i'm thinking about like big poofy dresses and like gold can i propose an idea sure um can it be like an alternate history where in like i don't know the 1600s or the 1500s atlantis made itself known and i guess like it changes history right and like we don't have to zoom into that but like yeah where do we want this to take place right like do we atlantis, want it to be right? like i mean it could be in atlantis it could be outside of atlantis but like influenced i don't, I don't by need atlantis. it to i don't need it to be in a real place i am i i That's most fair. like when i say about aesthetically there's nothing like european aesthetics are really not that different from each other i don't need it to be set in a particular area i truly don't the thing like, about Atlantis, though, is, like, it truly doesn't feel like it would have uh, European vibes. It doesn't feel like that would be its It's true. Thing. It doesn't have to, but Atlantis, I mean, Atlantis isn't real. Um, if it did, it would hey, probably have rude. Greek vibes. Oh, can we do Greek? Yes. I, I think just, you're just going just, off of Apostolos. Yeah, I mean, Apostolos is kind of the vibe. Apostolos from Friends of the Table, an inspiration for probably us doing this honestly probably yeah i think one of the important things is like our duelists i i don't conceive of them as being good people why like maybe mine is i don't know like yours doesn't have to be a good person but like i don't know who my duelist right. is yet i don't conceive of mine as being a good person and the most fun way for me to to show that they are not a good person is to make them a member of the nobility great okay i mean that's for, yeah okay that's easy Because that makes it both me saying kind of straight up, this person is like, takes advantage of people and uh, is is like shitty towards other people and also gets to have cool aesthetics. Do you want to be like a queen from some European country and I'm like Atlantis, Atlantisian, Atlantean, Atlantean? I have a better idea because I, I, as much as I say I want to mess around with these aesthetics, I don't want to like actually just play out colonization that um, is like that is the problem of course with being a royal and being a bad person is that's generally what the goal was yeah but i didn't say i wanted to be european what i'm what i would suggest what if there's two atlantises <laughs> i love it oh my god okay what if it has nothing to do with the surface world what if it's like yeah. atlantis versus the magma or like even further yeah. down like Atlantis goes oh, further hell down. Yeah. Maybe that's the setting. Maybe we can look more at like the characters in a second. But I think like 
what if we're just like, we never touch the surface? Yeah, is this Upper Atlantis versus Lower Atlantis? I had conceived of them as completely different places, but you know, like, why not just call, like, you know, like, North and South places are completely different, generally, usually for reasons. I, I conceive of it very much as being, like, once upon a time, this was one group of people, and over time, they slowly became, like, well, there's the North and the South. (laughs) <laughs> there's north atlantis and south atlantis and they the king don't... in the north atlantis yeah what if it's like when we think of atlantis we always think of like going up right like building up what if they built down right like yeah. you're at the bottom of the ocean you build tunnels and that's yeah. how you like get i guess around you can build other places if you go through tunnels you don't necessarily have to swim very important questions are they fish people God grant me the strength not to just remake <laughs> Apostolicians. Um <laughs> So I'll play Millie and you'll play Tessaly. <laughs> I think I'm pretty clearly playing Castellier. Um <laughs> What do you think? They could be mermaids or fish people or I don't know, humans with certain fish features. I think it'd be cool if they were like part rock. Right? Like, oh. they, don't, they don't need to breathe. Like, they could survive underwater, not because, like, they're fish, but because they're rock. I see. Huh. That's interesting. I like uh, this. Uh, you know how, like, um, I don't know if you've ever looked up, like, tectonic plates where they meet in the ocean. It's pretty mm-hmm. freaking cool. If a plate is pulling apart, which usually doesn't happen on a surface because mountains mm-hmm. are the result of tectonic plates running into each other, but... P- tectonic plates pulling apart usually results in like magma coming up out of them but because Mm. it moves so slow that it like it forms more land what if like people come out of that what if like nice oh yeah like the the next round of births is happening we're just rock people that come uh, that are like literally created by tectonic plates being pulled apart hell yeah oh i love that so we're like volcanic rock Yeah. yeah 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 Which, like, volcanic rock is this so is porous, rad. too. So it makes it very easy it to is. move around uh, underwater. Yeah, it's perfect. It I'm is. Gonna, I'm going to write down Rock, rock Atlantis. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite album. We're in Rock Atlantis. There are polarized parts of this place. Quite, I, I, in I, many ways. In many ways, polarized. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the duelists? Who are the duelists? Are they individual people? Are they gangs? Are they societies, armies, or entire nations? Um, your duelists are who you follow over the course of the game. This can do a lot to establish the scale of the conflicts and stakes. The smaller the scale, the more intimate your relationships with the duelists. I'm um, getting vibes that you want to be an individual. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think of it as like, yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I was, <laughs> I was vibing with individual. I have a question, Brianna. Yeah. Do, do you want to be an individual going up against a society? I'm more interested in us being the same on the same scale. Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy to be an individual. I think it's just easier if we are on the same scale. All right. We can both be a person. I'm interested in potentially being individuals who like, might have group affiliations but i think like the focus should be individual so we need to talk about our duelists and so we have these duelist sheets 
And mm-hmm. we are going to come up with names, which is very important. And then uh-huh. we're going to take motivations and flaws, and they can be broad or just one word. Uh, we take between two and five motivations and flaws each. I thought about my motivations and flaws. I don't know anything about this character, but so I think one of my motivations uh, is going to be horny. Uh, and I think one of my flaws is going to be horny. So I'm really making a diverse <laughs> character here. Uh, um, but I do have other God. words that I'm going to think of. But anyways, so I just needed that to be, that was probably the most important part of my character. Uh-huh. So you want to be a noble. Yes, I am. I am definitely a, a yeah, a noble. I don't know if this is even like a story of like a person who's afraid to lose their power. Because, mm. like, it doesn't even cross cross her mind. <laughs> of course she's rich and powerful. She's always going to be. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm seeing inspiration for this character. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of inspirations. It's hilarious. The actual inspiration that I think I'm pulling from the most is, if not Orlando, also Emma 2020. A, a movie that is so good. Um, yes okay it's also i understand also clementine (laughs) cash but that is not actually to Uh the degree that you can differentiate clementine cash from emma it's more emma than clementine okay well i'm familiar with the latter so i don't know anything about emma she's a shitty manipulative person who's like genuinely actually good at manipulating people unlike clem (laughs) (laughs) okay great what if it's this like you have been so good at getting power Mm -hmm. and everyone in your life just like believes what you say yeah but like for some reason just like i never believed Mm. what you said you just could never sink Uh, your claws into me i i think like the idea that one of my motivations uh i'm thinking about a true challenge um <laughs> like i think a motivation of a true challenge oh god that's great uh-huh like i think she almost wants to be threatened like <laughs> it's uh-huh. not that she's like interested she's she's doesn't believe that she'll lose her power but she wants to believe that she could oh my god it's a fucking power fantasy but like a lack of power fantasy it's Marie Antoinette playing as a peasant um, in the in her like second home in the years leading up to the French Revolution. Oh my God! Okay, I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, so you could never convince me, which means like maybe we had sort of a like a, a rapport at some point. I'm I'm I, sort of thinking like, was I in? Was I an ex? Am I an ex royal? Like, did I leave because you corrupted? whatever i was in like you were the new up-and-comer and and i was like i was settled and maybe and and you came in and everyone was just like oh wow this person has such great ideas and i was like wait are we not gonna like consider maybe they're not great ideas and everyone was like of course they're great ideas what are you talking about listen to what she's saying like how can you question yeah yeah i like that idea a lot what if you took my position you pushed me out i don't know that she would like I the interesting thing here to me is the potential of like she didn't want to push you out. She wanted to be at your right. level. She wanted right. you to be her rival in uh-huh. the in the like in the house in the you know the manor and in the 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 king's court or whatever. But you just went okay, bye. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's like, I think it's the same where it's like, I didn't expect you to be my rival, but at some, like, it, it started being like the meetings where like, our ideas would always be opposed to each other somehow. Like, mm-hmm. like you would bring up an idea and it'd be like, well, I've actually been doing this thing for the past three months and I thought I would bring it up and they would just happen to be like opposed ideas. Like they just would not work with mm-hmm. each other. Um, and like that would just keep happening. And like, who knows if it's coincidence? Who knows if it's not coincidence? Mm-hmm. I think eventually, I think eventually it became not coincidence, even if it was originally And I think at one point I was just like, well, fine, I'm not making any leeway here. Mm -hmm. I will find an alternate way to get things done. Um, I think I figured out my my first flaw that is kind of related to this. Yeah. Um, What is your flaw? I chronically overextend. I just go too far. Like, and it not just the way of like, not in terms of extremism. I don't think this character (laughs) has enough of an ideology for that. I think just she'll like go it's it's the emma thing of like (laughs) you know going too far in the way that you want to manipulate someone or the way that you want to like try and be in control of a situation Mm -hmm. or in a duel right like that sort of right yes i think one of my motivations is i don't want to say revenge because i'm never interested in revenge stories Mm -hmm. um Except for revenge stories where my father dies, so I try to kill the person who killed my father's because my father killed their father. (laughs) (laughs) It's Um, all about dads. It's just dads all the way down. (laughs) Uh, The John Green book, Dads All the Way Down. (laughs) I think one of my motivations... The thing is, I'm so bad at government motivations. I don't think it has anything to do with government anymore. I don't I don't think they, yeah. like, care about government anymore. I, I think the motivation is uh, finding a new home. Ooh, I like that. I think about, like, what else this character would care about. Um, the other motivation... <laughs> the other motivation for this character is being adored. Um, Great. This character wants two things: to be challenged and adored. Um, <laughs> and so it sounds like this horny f- motivation of mine is going to help a lot. <laughs> it's kind of perfect. I think like the flaw here is oh, uh, does not have compassion. Ooh. Ah, is that too harsh? Mm. Like a little bit, like it's a little hard. Does not have I think compassion like, towards something, maybe. I think it's like, uh, yeah, I think it's just kind of a general. Uh, what's more interesting what, is what that if she's the like flaw is uh, never backs down or like always doubles down. Like that's kind of chronically overextends. I'm thinking about this in terms of like does not think about other people um, unless she has to. Uh, mm, I'm trying to think of how I like want to what I want to focus this on. Um, yeah. Cause this also is stuff that could come up during the duel, you know? Yes. Um, I, it is actively going to come up during the duel, actively going to come up during the duel. I think it's like, Oh, it's, it's, Oh, maybe something about collateral damage. People are best used for collateral damage. That's, that's, I think too harsh. I think it's more like almost does not notice, um, does mm. not notice collateral oh. damage. Like, 
has mm-hmm. um I don't know if there's like a better wording for this, but like um I feel I, I guess oblivious. Maybe single minded. I think single minded is right. Which is like singularly focused on one thing. Like it gets very invested in one thing. What are synonyms for focused? Focus. I mean single minded is what this thing is. Um having or concentrating on only one aim or purpose. Um conceited. <laughs> Is that your your uh flaw? No, I'm I'm just looking. Are you describing me? Because that's also yeah, tr- that's definitely. <laughs> true. Ooh, though I am going to take this other word, which is direct. That is my flaw. Mm. I'm direct. Uh, no, I don't want to make the same character as you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a difference. I'm blunt. Is it blunt? Actually, my flaw is compassionate. Ooh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something that can be used against me during a duel, for example. I'm still not sure what I am. Maybe I... The thing about government stories or, or like, royal or anything like that is, is my go-to is, like, what if we just burn the whole thing down? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, un- I get it. Listen, I get it. Um... <laughs> Every time I watch anything to do with, like, royalty or monarchy or really government, even, there's one part of my brain that's like, ooh, cool. And another part of my brain that goes, ah, I want to destroy the whole fucking thing. I don't want to go too deep into this question, but is the government of our Rock Atlantis hierarchical? Is it like, is it a monarchy? Is it a, does it have a leader? Does it have an elected leader? Does it have leaders, a council, a table? A thing that we could totally do here is like completely separate ourselves from the governance. I can totally see this character being a noble, but not actually caring at all about the government. What if it was a book club? A book club. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. What if um, you stole my book club? Oh my god. Yeah. It should be so yes. Absolutely. Gotta be petty. Like this is not this is not our big like magnum opus about like, oh, the government structures of monarchy. Nah, this is about a book club. This is about a book you, club. This is about like I was like planning to bring this book for three months because it like there was a big book we were reading. It took a long time. I was very excited to bring this book. And then you came and you're like, well, what about this one? And everyone got really excited. And I was like, oh, OK, OK. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. one. And, and then I, you just kept knew. coming with more suggestions. Yeah. And I knew you had this book to present. And I like knew I told you I... about it. What if you what if you like stole my book idea? even like oh, i had a thing and, and i like shared it with you i was like oh welcome like i brought you into the book club and and uh, and you were like oh that's great and then i like shared i was like oh yeah i've been really currently we're just reading this it's gonna take us a while but like i'm really excited to share this book uh and you're like oh wow and then like you just fucking steal it from me and presented us your own idea i feel like this character is is would just be like, well, I have to find the perfect book to counter this. This, but people are going to like the pitch more. Oh, like, God. would not do the exact book, but would be like, oh, yeah, that sounds interesting. This one has, like, that, but it's vampires. <laughs> this one has, like, vampires. one more star on the rating system. Yes. It has exactly. one more rock. 
we we rate things in rocks. God, the idea that this is about a book club <laughs> is so funny to me. Yes, um, book club rock Atlantis. Oh, it's so perfect. So mine is an Atlantean noble who pushed your character out of a book club. Mine is uh, once the leader of a book club. Now question mark? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I stayed at the book club. I guess I have to have. No, you don't. Who says like, this could have started because of a book club, but it's not still about a book club. <laughs> like this could be a, a constantly increasing, like oh. a constantly evolving series of clubs. And anytime you join a club, I just come and join oh it and try to show you up. The thing is, like, it's not that I join clubs, it's that I keep making clubs, and then, like, yes. I'm too polite to say no to you. So, Yeah, like, there's no way that we oh, can actually- that's my flaw. I'm overly polite. Overly polite. Can't say no. God, I love it. Once the- once the leader of a book club keeps- keeps making new clubs, keeps making new <laughs> clubs, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And it's like, I had a a book club, I have film club, like, I, Uh hell, I even made an anime club, and, like, your character probably didn't know anything about anime, but, like, found the, like, one popular anime, also Uh rock anime, and I love that everything is, like, yeah, these are the books that Rock Atlantis reads, this is the movies that Rock Atlantis watches. Damn, these movies rock. These movies rock. The thing that I can think of here is that, like, I have vast resources. That is one of my, my, and I guess that's not a benefit, but like my motivation, uh, mm, but I like, I, you're I motivated think about this, to spend. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. In, like investment, you're a venture capitalist and no. you want to, you want to invest in all the clubs that I'm running, which is, Oh, I just want to invest in all the, you have such great <laughs> ideas. I just want to make sure that they get lifted off the ground, you know, really taken to their, what they really could be. I, I think, like, the motivation, one of the motivations here is kind of, one of the motivations, yes, okay, here's the third motivation, and I think we can, maybe we should cap at three each, but my third motivation is knowing everything the best. God, I think I'm going to take the motivation, media connoisseur? Yeah, media connoisseur, I don't know how to spell connoisseur connoisseur thank you google i don't understand understand either thank you phone what is my what is my other flaw you so you follow me club to club what if what if your biggest flaw is like your lack of secure identity i was gonna be like lack of being subtle i suppose yeah i i you're right it's like after the fourth club it's like okay like but maybe you're not hiding this, right? Like, maybe we're friends, but, like, we're rivals. Like, does this even... is My question then becomes, is that a flaw? N- no. Well, yeah, yes and no. Like, technically, mechanically, a flaw is just something I will use against you in a duel. How about... Let's go with... I'm I'm more interested in the, like... The fact that I don't have a personality outside of, like, trying oh, to... You can only find a personality in the media that you consume. You become like hyper fixated on the characters in whatever we are watching, uh, reading. I don't even know. I don't even think that's the case, though. I think it's okay. like, 
her personality is is tied to you in a really significant way and like a really un like un unhealthy uh, unhealthy thank you (laughs) yeah i think like lack of secure identity is probably the way to to frame this what is my okay so my my flaws right now are horny compassionate and overly polite and my motivations are horny media connoisseur and and i need one more i think my motivation is independence day nice i, I want to make sure that the aliens come um <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. um and all right i'm, I'm going to look at names yeah okay i've got it oh <laughs> yeah i know what my name is what's your name uh, my name is, of course, Politess Pinnacle. That's great. You want to know what my name is? Yeah. It's just Cole. <laughs> oh. No last name. No, I'm just Cole. Nice. Um, I think I'm made out it. of coal. Love it. <laughs> I'm definitely like... Uh, like I would it's at least some sort of volcanic rock. I think it's like we are all made from volcano. Like my yeah. my like main thought here would have been marble, but we're all made of We can be whatever of... rock we want. Like who knows? Ooh, we are an this? advanced rhyolite. Ooh, what's rhyolite? So it might be rhyolite. That might be the thing that I'm thinking here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cool, like lighter rhyolite uh cole uses they them pronouns um i'm she her politessa she her politessa you might as well just name your character politics (laughs) actually politess means formal politeness (sighs) great good i am uh, my name basically means the pinnacle (laughs) of politeness Uh (laughs) uh-huh you want to know what my name means brianna (laughs) Uh, yeah, what's it mean? It means I'm a fucking rock. <laughs> All right. I think we know who our duelists are. We know, uh, where they are, I guess. Uh, where do we see them and the time scale? Is it, is it the di- various clubs? Like, is that the, the playing field that we're going to be looking at? So imagine like a university, but if a university was a palace, um, <laughs> of terms of like, there are a bunch of rooms in which there are oh. like the different clubs are in. And so everything is just taking place in. Okay. So I don't want to just limit us to the rooms. I think this is like this wing of the palace with rooms that you can book for various clubs. And are we students. I think mean, we could be. It could be. <laughs> like we, we totally could be maybe a private, uh, like some sort of private tutorship university. It could be like a high school. God. Like it's a boarding um, school. It could be a boarding school. I don't know that I want to play a teenager. It Rock could. teenager, different than a human teenager. Who knows what the education system is, right? You take it at your own pace. Um, this education system rocks. That's not going to be the last time I make that joke, nor is it even the first time. I can totally imagine this being a university with the energy of a high school. Thinking about like... um what an education system could be like right like what if it's just like an open sort of like resource center 
where but like clubs are still a thing like schools and universities have clubs but like it's sort of like an opener more i was gonna say opener yeah. it's more open the the thing that i think about here is because this is like almost certainly a school for nobles and is like focused mm. on those sorts of people they so have private. a lot more resources than a regular university okay. so like of course they have extra rooms right so it is it is it is like the private version of the open to the public like it takes that concept and then it goes yes but what if we made yeah. the elite version of this uh aka universities for most of history yes this so we're is, making this is yeah what if we're making post university not post secondary we're making post university you just sort of like hang out and get knowledge or like go to clubs like there is something very Greek about this. This is like, it feels like this is the kind of like environment of kind you of- You just go and lounge and read and learn. Yeah. And you're expect you're like, it's like philosopher's school. Yes, exactly. Um, like that is the vibe here for sure. Oh, it's a post-university philosopher school yeah. with a wing that you can just book rooms for clubs because why um, else are we consuming media? Why else am I? Do I keep making these clubs for like different ways to learn things? Because yes. you know what? What better way is there than to philosophize these different things? Right? We talk are about these. All, these books. Are these all media clubs? Is all? Uh, of them? I mean, I think like if my character is creating them, yes, it is. Like it is. There's a book club. Maybe there's like five book clubs at this point, right? But one of them is like gothic literature book club. One of them is like whatever the equivalent to queer theory but for rocks is a book club um rocks can be queer <laughs> exactly this is my gay rock Rocks can be fucking gay dude <laughs> my rock does not subscribe to the idea of a binary gender system i want us to say it doesn't have to exclusively be media clubs because i can totally imagine a way this game goes being like it's all about I mean, media until it is a... about fencing I was literally going to be like, well, maybe just like one week I'm running a fencing club, right? Like maybe the clubs don't even last that long, right? They're just like... Yeah, no, like I totally, I totally envision this as like, these are like, oh yeah, we come to this club and we get maybe a couple of meetings in before it falls apart because of me. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to like, I guess touchstones, uh, like a lot of my touchstones are maybe a little too anime, but like Oron High School Host Club was like something Fair. from like long ago that they had a bunch of different clubs literally they just had a like they they were a host club but they did like different club things and they tried out different club things if i'm remembering it right but also that's basically what yep. we're doing except better with rocks and we're going from club to club so it's basically oran what was it oran high school host club Oran High School Host Club crossed with Emma in Atlantis <laughs> with rock people. Yes, this is great. This is a good, <laughs> good piece of media right here. Yeah, so I think that's the stage. It's, it's like this palace, this castle that these different like philosophy adjacent. I like it's not it's not even philosophy. It's just like whatever you can philosophize, which is just to say everything. Yeah, <laughs> type of club. It's like. 
how do you justify making like a throwing paint at a wall club while we want to see you know the effects of the psyche looking at different shades on different uh textures of walls and you know bullshit like that Um, of course what is the time scale we're rocks so like it could be centuries um but i don't think it is no i think of i think of this time scale as very much being like time's probably weird here but maybe months right maybe a few months yeah yeah probably that that feels right i think there aren't really seasons here in the same way there are above the water but if there were seasons it would be the like summer option depending how far down we are like right because technically oh shit are we bioluminescent this is incredibly unimportant um but like are we like super deep down right because at some point sunlight Mm. no longer reaches uh, a certain level of the ocean but like a lot of species become bioluminescent i think of i i don't know i feel what like if just I like feel moss like grows on us and it, and it glows uh, yeah i think there are some people who are bioluminescent and I don't, yeah. I don't know that everyone is you can get the moss installed if you want how does a rock get a tattoo well you get moss on you instead and it looks like a cool dragon what's a dragon i don't know it's just a cool weird <laughs> land creature uh yeah i don't know that my character would want moss on her but cole cole absolutely has moss tattoos uh nice they really like their moss tattoos i like Uh, that they have a flower they don't know what a flower is they read about what a flower was one time yeah i think that there is like a little (laughs) bit of light i think most light comes from within this kind of society there's a lot of bioluminescent stuff and a lot of just like yeah, I mean, we probably use it for, like, whatever the frick street lamps or whatever our lights are, are basically yes. probably bioluminescent powered, which is a fun little touch. Now we pick one special each. Can we maybe quickly go over how the game itself is played? I just want to basically lay out what a duel is. So with duels, it says your goal is to make your opponent forfeit the duel or make them pay a high price for their victory. Players draw up to their maximum hand size. At the start of the game, this is five cards. Keep your hand secret. Dueling is about bluffing and strategy. Once each player has their hand, draw a card to determine the stakes and spoils for the duel. I admit, I, I've, I've skimmed the kind of actual play mechanics. I read it and I had like questions. I was like, D- th- does this seem like it makes sense? But I feel like to see if it does make sense, we'll have to play a little bit of it first. So... Over a period of time, we're going to go through a series of duels and then downtime and back to duels and uh, switching between those two. Each duel has its own stakes. Uh, At the beginning of a duel, I believe we have a stakes card. For example, uh, some stakes might be status or renown amongst peers or claim to valuable territory or turf. The stakes sort of describe how the story is going to go narratively. It gives us a direction. Uh, But then there's spoils, uh, which is a mechanical thing we gain from a Mm -hmm. duel. And that can be, there are two types of tracks. There's a victory track and a reconciliation track. And once we go through the six duels, each duel might put a point in reconciliation or one of our individual victory tracks or... 
uh, we might gain a new special and specials are abilities that we have and we can use our specials against each other as we duel and specials in turn can become spent. Right now, we each start off with one special. There's also reprisals and reprisals happen as a result of the outcome of duels either during play Mm -hmm. or at the end of a duel reprisals can do anything from like permanently remove one of your rival's specials or permanently reduce your rival's maximum hand size by one (laughs) um do we just draw between duels do we draw back up to five yeah the structure the structure is every duel you draw up to your current maximum hand size let's let's i i need to choose a special so which one are you taking? I'm taking Always Prepared. Start the next duel with one extra card. After drawing, mm. you may discard up to three cards and draw three replacements. I was thinking about which one you would take the other day, and I was like, all according to plan feels very much like a move you would take. That is the move I would take. The one that Politesse <laughs> takes is basically just trying to like start out with such good odds that you don't have to like right. think strategically. Just to read out, all according to plan, the one that I said I thought Brianna would take is, when you win a duel and explain how you set up a plan to turn (laughs) your rival's motivations against them, play a face card from your hand to replace the suit of the duel's spoils. You basically control what the spoils of the duel are. And the most important thing about that is, of course, the the monologue. Uh, Yes, (laughs) you do have to monologue. That is important. I'm gonna take all according to plan, I think. Hell yeah. So now we move on to playing, I believe. Now that you have the stage of your conflict and your duel is defined, it's time to start playing. Play starts with your first duel, then follows the timeline on the conflict sheet, which I guess uh, we will just be going through. Uh, Use details you have established in the conflict sheet and duelist sheets to set the scene for your first duel. Then it is time to engage your opponent. We start with duels. Your goal is to make your opponent forfeit the duel or make them pay a high price for their victory. Players draw up to their maximum hand size. At the beginning of the start of the game, this is five cards. Keep your hand secret. Dueling is about bluffing and strategy. Once each player has their hand, draw a card to determine the stakes and spoils. So let's draw some cards into our hands. If I'm reading mine correctly, my my special... Do I start this round with six instead of five? I think if you started with it, then yes. Yeah, Yeah, you start with six. All right, let's put one card here. So we start with diamonds. So the stakes of the first duel are nine. Sorry. VIP status at a social event or diplomatic negotiation. It's obviously a social event. Is it like a party for all the club leaders? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, who gets to be in charge of organizing the party? Is this, so this is a committee meeting. I think so. For organizing the party of club leaders. Or even not just a committee meeting. It's like what we are doing to gain, I guess, votes to support us as party planner for this club party, I guess. This could be about like credit. You know, we could all be at the meeting together, but this is about who real who people will say put it together. 
Oh, I see. I see. Technically, um, we're all organizers. This is like the leaders of the clubs, like coming together to put on an event for all of the clubs. And like, yes. you're the leader of various clubs now that I've now left behind. And I am the leader uh-huh. of whatever my newest club is. So we're both on this leaders of the clubs committee. And then the spoil, because diamonds, is either a point to victory or a point to reconciliation. Cool. Players each flip a card from the deck. The player with the highest card chooses who attacks first. If it's a tie, draw again until one player has a higher card. All right. And? Ah, Ooh, so ah. You, you get to choose who goes first. This this character is, is definitely one who attacks first. <laughs> so you I don't will. hesitate. Is there a specific way in which I describe my attack? I just say my attack. Yeah, as a defender, I get a choice in how I am defending against your attack, but you, as the attacker, are just attacking me. The attacker plays a card face down and describes their attack, what they say, how they strike, what they are aiming for. How are you attacking me? Are we in the committee room? Is it just like a lounge room? Like, it's just one of these rooms in this castle absolutely it's one of the rooms in this castle very high ceilings very like (laughs) you know is it ornate very pretty chairs what's the color like brianna so it's obviously stone i think it's like the kind of dark volcanic stone but with like kind of gold accents (laughs) and we still have like the the nice like soft greens and blues of like bioluminescent like lamps i guess Yes. There's an alternative version of this where it's just Emma, but the walls are glowing. I really need to watch this movie, apparently. We're just recreating Emma Underwater. The sequel to Emma, Emma Underwater. I, I like this I liked this movie so much. This is the problem. Imagine this this image, but the walls are just glowing. Oh, like, that's so good. What did you Google to find that? Uh I Googled Emma 2020 set design. And it's it's habitually chic, a look at the Emma film location feral place. Uh, It's basically any of the images in Emma where you see the like light blue walls with the white trim. Um, There's like Mm. a a grandfather clock in this image. But this is kind of the vibe that I that I've actually decided to go for. But instead of a blue and a white, it's a it's a like a dark black and a gold. It could be, but I'm almost more interested now in the bioluminescent walls. Oh, I see what you mean. Instead of just blue, it's like glowing blue walls. Oh, I love that. That's great. And I think we are like assembled in kind of like a a circular formation, right? It's a circle (laughs) around in the in the room. Uh huh. Um, Politess says, "Well, um, I am so excited that we are doing this. I can't wait to uh, to host this party." Um, I think it's going to be a really good time, uh, a great time for us to all get to know each other really well, to recruit new members to the club. Um, and of course, my father's parlor room, of course, will be the the, the perfect location to, to host an event like this. Um, so, so, of course, uh, I will be hosting it. That's the way that I'm attacking. <laughs> you're just assuming you're already hosting it. Got it. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh- Great. So as a defender, I can choose one of the following. I can choose to block, endure, or concede. 
And so if I choose to block, I would play a card from my hand face down and describe how I block, evade, or nullify the attack. After that, uh, we would both flip our cards, the highest value would win, and uh, the defender wins the tie. Aces count as one, that's Mm. very important. Uh, Aces are low. Um, unless modified by a special. Right. There's an ability that neither of us yeah, have a that changes yeah. that. If the attacker wins, uh, which would be you right now, uh, they would eliminate one of my reprisals from my sheet based on the suit of the card that you played. And if I win, if the defender wins, mm-hmm. uh, then my reprisal is not eliminated and we would basically just move on to me attacking you. If I choose to endure, I would not play a card, and instead I would describe how I weather the storm of the attack and accept uh, to have one of my reprisals eliminated. Or my third option is to concede. The defender yields to the attacker, forfeiting the duel, and the attacker wins the stakes and spoils, but may suffer a reprisal from the defender. So mechanically what that looks Mm -hmm. like is uh, you would resolve the stakes and spoils, I would... Out of my remaining uh, cards from my hand, you would select one of my cards. And then if the card that you select from my hand is a reprisal that has not been eliminated, then you would suffer that. Uh, The only thing that I would have a question is like, do I get to pick which one or do you get to pick which one? Because there are two reprisals for every suit. There's two for hearts, diamonds, spades, and clubs. After that, though, the last step of that would be all the cards are discarded and uh, we would uh, continue to the next step. After a duel bec- uh, comes passing time, which uh, are yes. little little scenes. The last thing, if the duel is not over after either blocking, enduring, or conceding, then the play cards are discarded and the defender becomes the attacker uh, and the process starts over. So we're just basically going to take yes. turns sniping at each other. <laughs> And that's the duels. Okay. Um, so you have assumed that you are just going to do this. Let's just start off. I'm going to block. So uh, I played my card face down, and I'm going to describe how I block or evade or nullify yes. the attack. And I think Cole's just going to look at you and go, I thought we already had a room planned for this, and we haven't decided who's hosting this. Maybe we can just see how this goes yeah. and reveal our cards. Yeah, this goes. Yeah, you win that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you got a queen. I got a seven to, mm-hmm. to for the audience. Um, so because the defender wins, uh, my reprisal is not eliminated. So nothing really happens right now. You know, what we should have done before jumping into this has gone over our sheets again. We can do that now. My character is Politesse Pinnacle. She, her pronouns, her motivations are for a true challenge to be adored and to know everything the best. Um, her <laughs> flaws are that she chronically overextends. She is single-minded and she has a lack of secure identity. Um, and she is an Atlantean noble who pushed Cole out of their book club. And her uh, special ability is always prepared. Start the next duel with one extra card. After drawing, you may discard up to three cards and draw three replacements. I am playing Cole, they, them. My motivations are horny, media connoisseur, <laughs> and independence. <laughs> Look, Rihanna, you can't laugh every time it comes up. You can. I'm just going to make fun of you. Uh, My flaws are also horny, compassionate, and overly polite, aka can't say no. The description I've put down is, once the leader of a book club keeps making new clubs, um, is made out of coal, and has moss tattoos that glow. 
So I I guess God. I win. So like, is it just, I'm just like, I don't want to step on any toes. Um, I just think that maybe we should follow what we already had planned. Um, just seems like less work, maybe. Um, and then I guess it's my turn to attack. So yeah, I think I think if she has any response, it's just like, oh, oh, of course, of course. What happens to me if I lose this? If the defender wins on a block, nothing uh, happens right. to the attacker. Right. So I am going to attack you. How are you attacking me? I don't know if Cole like aims to be in charge. I think maybe. Do you think Cole would like win the popular vote if left to their own devices? Yeah, if left to your own devices, like if I didn't interfere. Yes, that is what I mean. Yes, I think that that's absolutely true. Then I think the attack that I'm going to make is, well, I'm very excited for this too. I know we all are. I think that it's best uh, if we focus our attention on working together and we'll let the representative body decide who, you know, who needs to uh, step up this year. In the meantime, I think we all just really need to pull together and do our best. Uh, and I guess I'll play a card. Yeah, I think I'm going to block in this That's case. Fair. I think she says, you know what, Cole? I think that that is a great idea. And I'm so excited to coordinate the committee. Yes, I think everyone <laughs> should totally participate. And I think it's totally a good idea. You know what? Let's start. I'll, I'll start assigning people to things. You won. <laughs> This game is all about bluffing. So I have is. played a two huh? and Brianna played and an I eight. And I played so, an eight. Yeah, Brianna won very easily. So the interesting thing, right, is we only have five cards. In, well, you have six. That's that's the interesting uh -huh. thing I didn't think about. That is, is the interesting thing, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't think about how powerful that ability was until just uh -huh. now. Um, <laughs> because I can run out of cards before you. It's true. Yeah. You super can. I think I block that specifically in that way. And I think my attack is what I absolutely do because I am always prepared is I produce a clipboard um, <laughs> with a list of positions on it. Um, oh, good. And start to circulate it around. And of course, written as a uh, head organizer is already my name. God, um, you're so not subtle. <laughs> oh, I love what this. What do you want from me? I just, I love it because, um, like, playing out, you were like, oh, I'll take charge. And I was like, oh, no, what if we work together? And you were like, ah, yes, let's all work together. So I made this thing and I put myself in charge. <laughs> all right, I've played my card. How are you going to respond? I mean, I guess just to, like, uh, demonstrate the mechanics of this game, I'm going to pick Endure. So I don't play a card. Instead, I describe how I weather the storm of the attack and accept one of the reprisals to be eliminated. So you get to eliminate one of my reprisals. They're uh -huh. all open. We haven't we haven't done any of them. It, but it uh, does match the suit of the card you played. Of course. Clubs. I did play a king of clubs. Uh-huh. So are you getting rid of your rival may not attack first in the next duel or your rival must show you two of the cards in their hands at the start of the next duel? This just just to be clear, I can't 
do this to you. You cannot make me show you two of my cards. All right. Um, and I think how I'm doing that is I think I'm just smiling as you're passing this out. And I say, oh, this is very organized. This is so nice. I'm glad that you had the time to do this. I hope it didn't take too long. I am happy to talk about these positions. I really think we need to focus on what events should take place. And and I think we can come up with a lot of these ideas together. I don't mean to make you feel like you've wasted your time. I just, I think we, I just think more heads are better than one, you know? Uh, and so that's my attack. I am saying we're just going to fucking ignore your thing that you've just passed mm-hmm. out. I'm going to endure this one. All right. I have played the seven of diamonds. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm going to eliminate. Your choices are your rival may not recover any specials before the end of the next duel or permanently remove one of your rival specials. I'm going to choose you can't permanently remove one of my specials. So now Um, it is your turn. I was a little unconvinced at first, but now I see the mechanics of this, and I like this. Yeah, this makes sense and is good. All right, now I'm on the attack. And I think the way that I endure that is just by going, you know what, Cole, you you think so smartly about all of these things. Um, (laughs) You know, I I really appreciate this, this thought process. I think in order to, of course, come up with the events... I think I'll just start us out. And I think the main event should be a dance, of course. Um, and that can be kind of the, the main event there. What are you, how are you responding? Uh, I might pick concede just to sort of demonstrate uh, the game. Yeah. And also like, I don't think Cole would be opposed to a dance. Like, I don't think that's the, yes. I don't think that's the worst thing to lose at you would be in charge of the dance. In fact, like out of character, I was kind of thinking it was a dance. So I, I think I am happy to, to concede. So Great. on a concede, uh, the attacker resolves the stakes and spoils. So I guess tell us how it goes. How the event goes? I guess so, right? Because you get VIP status. You are in charge of this event. It ends up like, even though you're not officially in charge because like, we're all in this together, yada, 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 you ended up putting together the dance. I think I think I know exactly how to demonstrate this in the most fun way possible, which is the dance. It goes it goes extremely well. Um, And of course, it is in the middle of the dance that I've asked you to dance with me for um, <laughs> when they, of course, reveal whatever the Atlantean uh, like rock equivalent uh, prom queen to be. Oh, it's the Rockefeller. The Rockefeller. And <laughs> of course, they reveal that I am the Rockefeller while we are dancing. We're dancing, and I guess, like, my grip tightens just a little, but then I, like, loosen up. I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. It's so perfect. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to, because this is diamonds as the spoils, I'm going to choose a point to victory for me. All right. um. Um, So I hold out my remaining 
cards. AKA, I will tell you that I have two cards in my hand left and you would pick one. Oh, uh, okay. I'll choose one. All right. Fuck. <laughs> so I, uh, so it was picked the three of diamonds. So I get to permanently remove one of your specials or I can say that you can't recover any specials before the end of the next duel, which I think I'm going to do. You can't All recover right. your special this round. Uh, so I'm going to mark that as used. All right. So my special does not apply this round. Uh-huh. So I think we start the next uh, thing on the timeline, which is a passing time. Passing time is the preparation and recover between duels. Uh, we each get one of four choices. And oh. those four choices are to show a vignette of your duelist uh, licking their wounds and recovering any reprisals that may have not been permanently eliminated. Or option two, show a vignette of your duelist gathering their resources and recover one spent special, which is what I made you unable to do. Or the third option, show your duelist researching or practicing their strategies and discard as many cards as you like and draw the same amount of cards. Finally, Show how your duelist saps their rival's resources and make them discard up to two of their cards. I have a question. When do we redraw? I think we redraw at the beginning of every duel. Okay, I get it. I see. I see. That's mm -hmm. why it's up to two cards. I was a little confused on the final thing about passing time because I thought the final thing about making your opponent discard two of their cards was to make your opponent have less cards at the start of the next duel. It's not. It's just to yeah. force your opponent, if they were hanging on to good cards, to get rid of those cards. That makes sense. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first in our passing time? Why don't time? you go first? So I think for my passing time... I'm going to show a vignette of my duelist licking their wounds and recover any reprisals that have not been permanently eliminated. So I'm going to reset my reprisal of your rival must show you two cards in their hand at the start of the next duel. And I think what this is, I think it's just me having fun at the party. Mm. Like, I, I think you you throw a good party and I think I enjoyed myself. And I think the next day, yeah. it's like I have... I think it's Quiet Club. I think this week I'm in charge of Quiet Club, where we all just sit in a room and we try to be as quiet as possible. <laughs> I've invented libraries. Um, I love it. It's very nice and quiet, and it's like a good time to just think to myself after a very loud and chaotic party. I think mine is similar. I think mine is 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 recovering reprisals. I can't recover specials. My kind of wound here is that I can't be prepared this next time. And so I think what it actually is, is I didn't show up to Quiet Club because I was at home <laughs> sleeping because I was so hungover. Um, <laughs> it's basically just like me sleeping for like a whole day. The version of this I'm imagining is you like sitting in Quiet Club and all of you like, <laughs> uh, and it just cuts to me just face Snoring. down in my bed, just <laughs> like not covers are uh -huh. not on top of me. It's just me flat on the bed, uh -huh. um, and then cuts back to you just. <laughs> it's that. It's great. Following uh, the timeline, the next thing that we do is a duel. So first thing we do is we draw up to our maximum hand size. But 
you have the same hand size as me now. Oh, the next card is the Ace of Clubs? Clubs. Spades? That's clubs. The stakes of this duel is a petty matter of pride or position. Oh, this is <laughs> so good. Oh, we start out with a huge blowout party trying to be in charge of it. And the next one is just time to be petty. Mm-hmm. It's time to be petty. Uh, and and the spoils are a new special for your duelist. Ooh, cool. that's exciting. So we play a card to decide who goes first. And? Ooh, Ooh. I thought I had it. Uh, you got I queen, you had it I got ten. I get to choose who attacks first. You get to choose um, who goes first, yep. Which is interesting, because whoever goes first mm-hmm. spends their card first, mechanically. I'm Like, the more I'm playing this, the more I'm actually very enjoying the, like, very simple, but, like, nicely laid out mechanics. I've decided no more dice, only cards for games. <laughs> um, I'll let, why don't you attack first? Okay. How much time has what passed? Fun. Has it been like a few weeks? Has it been like, um, I would like it to be a few weeks, I think I will say. Okay. It could be, have been a few weeks. What's the club? I'm not too sure, but like, I think within that club, like, do you think it is... We're just, it's not even, like, it's not even about the club. It literally, like, whatever, yes. whatever the squabble is about, it has nothing to do with what the club is. Oh, it's I know just what it like, is. Oh, I was just thinking, I guess it's not nothing to do with the club, but it could be, in instead of the book club thing of, oh, we're deciding who gets to choose the next book, it's interpreting a specific line in a book. What if it's even pettier? What okay. if it's just, like, who was supposed to bring the food for this meeting? Because no one brought any food. Uh, and we were both convinced it was the other person. Uh-huh. This is the pettiest of petty things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. You attack first. Okay. I'm going to put a card down. I think it just starts out as like... I don't mean to disrupt. It's not even that important. It It could just be a matter of... It just slipped your mind, but I was just really looking forward to your, uh, your nan's cooking. I, I just, it, I was thinking about it all week and I just, I know, like, you can't undo what has happened and we can all just move past this. Uh, maybe we can just, uh, have more f- next time. God, I'm trying to think of the thing because I know how I want to defend it against this. I'm just trying to think if this is blocking or enduring. You know what? Let's do a block. Let's do a full on block. Okay. She says, Oh, you know what? I got confused because you were supposed to bring it last week and you didn't. So I thought you were going to make up for that by bringing it this week since I had to bring it last week and had to run out and get. Yeah, food. Oh, that's so good. All right, let's flip our <laughs> cards. So you win. Yeah. So you make an attack now. Do you want that to be the attack, or yeah. do you want to do a different thing that's for the, the attack. attack? It's a so it's a it's blaming attack me. all in yeah. one. All right, what am I doing? I think I'm enduring. I think like what you said is true. I did forget, but I think I go. Okay, I did forget that one time. And I apologized. It. Everyone said it wasn't a big deal. I don't know why you're bringing it up again. Yeah, that's how I'm enduring. Right. The six hearts. All right. So, uh, you can hearts. eliminate either 
your rival may not recover any reprisals before the end of the next duel, or one of your rival's reprisals may never be recovered once it is used. I think I'm going to go with one of your rival's reprisals may never be recovered once it is used. And so then I guess my next attack is going to be, we all make mistakes, but we all have to own up to them as well. And we all have to step up each individually. I know you know that. And I really think this was your turn to step up this week. Uh, I will play a card. I am going to try and block it. That's fair. Um, oh, yeah, no. I mean, if if I had made a mistake, I would totally own up to it. Um, <laughs> I Let me just check the schedule real quick. Um, How right is the schedule, Brianna? Oh, that's Boom! Close. Seven over six. I win. Nice. And I think my attack here is that I've edited the schedule <sighs> to look like it's not my turn. Uh, um, <laughs> and I think the specifically the thing that I say is, well, we did edit the schedule, of course, because you didn't bring it last week. We did just switch our weeks around, uh, as you can see by the schedule here. Uh, I'm going to block and I'm just say, can you hand that over here? Can I take a look at that? All right. Um, and oh, tie goes to defender. And I am defending. So I win. Yeah. I get, yeah. I guess what's your attack? So y- you you changed this, right? That's what you said. You faked this. Yes, I, I faked it. Okay. Then I think my attack is this. Wait, let me check. Uh, and I think I pull out my schedule and it is the unedited version uh, and that is my attack is I'm pulling my unedited version out and, and I'm okay. comparing them before showing uh, everybody else. I think I have to endure this. I think the attack here is simply to point to the date on <laughs> my schedule and your schedule and say, as you can see, mine is the updated version. You up, you change the date, and then you go, oh, mine is newer. How are you responding? I'm enduring. Um, I think it's like, oh, I see. I suppose that could be wrong. And my card is the Nine of Spades. I'm going to eliminate permanently reduce your rival's maximum hand size by one. So I think my attack is this. Oh, I think I asked someone for theirs. I think I asked another person. I was like, oh, does anyone else have one of these? And then someone else pulls out. And that is my attack is, is we are verifying ours against a third party's. Um, she concedes on, on this point. I think she just like puts her schedule away and says like, <laughs> you know what, Cole? I'm going to take your word for it. I'm really looking forward to your Nan's roasted what is a rock food your your nan's roasted coals no (laughs) your your nan's roasted um ash no ash it's ash sorry ash um i'm really looking forward to your nan's ash (laughs) i'm going to take a uh new special i think the special that i'm picking is vicious reversal When you exploit one of your rival's flaws and use an ace to block an attack, you successfully block and make an unblockable attack 
on your opponent's reprisals that matches the suit of your ace. So basically, this is the skill that turns an ace from low to high. So my reprisals, I've pretty much all of them open except for I can't remove one of your specials permanently. Wait, don't I have to choose one of the cards in your hands? Yes. So then how does it work when I don't have cards? Oh, I guess you don't. Yeah, if I had known beforehand, I think that would have helped. But I, I, I also didn't think about it. I also don't know that my character would have thought about it. I think because it says may suffer a reprisal. So I think, yeah, I don't think you suffer a reprisal. I mean, I guess it was just food. But you also, won the spoil of pe- being petty. Good for you. <laughs> it's very important. So now the next thing is interesting because we have two passing time actions instead of one before our next duel. Oh. Do you know which one you want to do? Right. Yes, I do. Okay, I know both of them because we're out of cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, it's recovering reprisals and recovering specials. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And I know the scenes. Because um, licking my wounds is definitely me bringing my Nan's ash <laughs> to the next meeting. And just like, just graciously handing it out. Did you bring whatever the equivalent of like embroidered hand? Like if you're handing out tarts, you hand the tarts out on like embroidered like cloth and you hand them to people. Like whatever the equivalent of like yes. handing out ash is on that. Like a little cup. Yeah. A little cup that is engraved, of course, with everyone's individual names, of course. God. They can keep their glasses. Yeah, I'm also going to be licking my wounds. I think this is like turning off edit mode on the schedule <laughs> for other people. <laughs> so people can't just like forge things anymore. And like, and maybe it's like a conversation with one of the other members of a club. And also just like, I guess enjoying my um my ash that you've brought. It's real good. I I've, I've put the cup up in uh up in my I don't know if we have rooms, but I've but wherever my room is, uh it it just sits in my room now. My uh recovering special show a vignette of your duelist gathering their resources and recover one spent special. This is me at a desk with a ton of papers. And I'm just forging every single type of paper I could possibly need. <laughs> Printed out papers of the schedule saying anything, of yeah. clubs saying anything, of just any piece of paper I could need. One of them is just blank club, where you've just left it blank. So like whatever the next club I make is, you just fill it in. Basically. I'm going to uh, force you to discard up to two cards. I don't have any cards. Zero. That's up to two. How did you try to sabotage me and how did it not work? I'm trying to, like, sap your resources. Is this, like, you watching for me to make further edits to anything on the document and you're, like, keeping it open to watch and see if I make any edits so you can edit them right back, but I've printed everything (laughs) out? (laughs) That sounds good. So let's draw up to five cards. And also I'm drawing, of course, six cards. Ah, of course, of course. Uh, And don't forget that after drawing, you may discard three and replace three. Up to three, just to be clear. All right, you have six cards, I have five cards. Now it is time to reveal a card. 
it is the four of hearts, which means the conflict is about a moral or rhetorical victory. Oh, and the uh, and the price of winning is a point to reconciliation. Interesting, huh? Is this just us deciding if we put the point to reconciliation? The winner, yeah, the winner puts a point in reconciliation. Unless you have a thing that lets you change the spoils if you win. And I don't believe either of us do. Uh, that's not true. You get to do that. That is your oh, is ability. That my, oh, yeah, that's literally my ability, all according to plan. Okay, so now we each draw a card from the deck to see who decides go first. You win. Um, so I got a nine, nine over so an ace. I think I... I'm going to go first. So where, what it, what club is this? This is a moral or rhetorical victory. I think it's a debate. I think it's a literal uh-huh. debate. <laughs> debate me. I think we're debating. I don't even think it matters what we're debating. There is a debate going on and it's whoever, w- like, maybe it's not even who wins the debate. Maybe something goes wrong at the debate. And it's like, something goes wrong and it's the victor... Is the one I don't see why it can't just be the debate. Yeah, sure. It can just be the debate. It's just the debate. Because it doesn't matter who wins the debate. It truly doesn't. That's how debates work. (laughs) (laughs) And like, what is the debate even, right? It's just us on like little podiums in front of like three other people who who just happen to be signing up for this month's club. Also, I think like more time has passed, right? This is like a few months later. Uh Uh-huh. I'm Googling good debate topics. Oh, is this like a moral philosophy problem? Of course it's a moral philosophy problem. Okay, so then it's, is it the trolley problem? Can we do the trolley problem? (laughs) Of course we can do the trolley problem. Yes, we can do the trolley problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, God. Which side are you on? Do you pull the lever or not? Uh, Do your your attack. You can define what side I'm on because I will literally... Just take the side you won't, because I don't have a secure identity. I don't believe in things. I'm just a fucking contrarian. (laughs) I think because I'm compassionate, I think that's my flaw. I am on the side of, like, take action. Inaction is still action, so at least do what you can to save who you can. And so I think... I don't I don't want to actually debate the Molly pro the Molly the trolley problem with you Brianna so I think like I think this is like the scene of like we're on break I, I don't even know what this uh break looks like when there's like five people in the room but I think it's just like a five minute break and everyone's like gone outside because it's not that interesting of a debate it's literally just the trolley uh-huh. problem and it's just us in the room and I'm like I really think there are more important moral discussions that we could be using our time to really tackle and and help those come to the hard conclusions that we need to help them come to i just don't think this was the best thing to pick this week and i guess my attack is saying that you pick the trolley problem and that it's a stupid idea great um i'm going to block that yeah i think my my block just, it's saying, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize you didn't care about murder. <laughs> okay, let's flip our guards. 
Yeah, it goes to you. We both went for eights, and I and defenders win on tie. Yeah, so you win. Mm-hmm. I can't uh-huh. believe you took care of a murder. <laughs> oh, what is your tack, Brianna? You know, the trolley problem is representative of something quite a bit bigger. I mean, consider if it's not, you know, some people on a an underwater trolley, but it's instead, you know, <laughs> the choice between killing a gunman and not killing the gunman, you know? That's basically the same as the trolley problem. <laughs> Brianna, note that is not the same as the trolley problem. <laughs> I'm blocking, and? by the way. I'm using my ability. Uh, so I played an ace, and I'm using my uh-huh. new ability I just took, Vicious Reversal. When you exploit one of your rival's flaws and use an ace to block an attack, you successfully block the attack and make an unblockable attack on an opponent's reprisal that suits the match of the ace. So what flaw am I exploiting? Single-minded. Can I say that the single-minded is you're just trying to be a contrarian and you literally don't know. Yes, that is exactly the thing. That's not the trolley problem at all, even remotely. So I think my attack is going to be like, it really seems like you don't actually know what the trolley problem is. why did you sign up for this? I seems like maybe this isn't the right club for you this time. She's going to block here. Yeah, I mean, she's like, no, of, of course, this is the right club for me. I, <laughs> I, I'm all about the spirit of the debate. Like, it's, <laughs> debate club isn't about what you actually believe. It's about the power and importance of debate, which, by the way, <laughs> Brianna's note is true about debate club. It's why I hate debate club. All right, and <laughs> I win by one. You do. I think my attack is. Perhaps if you care so significantly about issues as opposed to the spirit of debate, perhaps you should have started some sort of social justice club instead. (laughs) Hmm. You know, I think I'm going to concede. And I think that's like... All right. I think that is like, huh, that's a good idea. Maybe what that looks like uh, before you tell me how you resolve your stakes and spoils is like everyone comes back in after the break. Cole's just like, you know, while everyone is out, um, Paula T's convinced me, you know, she's right. And um, debate's over. Excellent. So what do you do with that victory? I mean, so first of all, I, I put a point into reconciliation. I think there's something here that really interests politics in the way that like you told me to start a club and then I did it. Yeah, because I, I, I think the thing here is politics, I guess, kind of assumed that you were also like her and <laughs> you were just doing this to be a sh- to be a shit. Instead, she's like, oh, like she has for the first time the thought in her head this could be a friendly rivalry. I could be... (laughs) What she thinks is, I could be both adored and challenged by this person. (laughs) 
wonderful. That's how she conceives of it in terms of a point into reconciliation. I think I think in terms of the moral or rhetorical victory, in this case, it's just her being like, as you can see, this clearly shows that the trolley <laughs> problem is my solution is the right one. The best thing to do is to do nothing. Yep. <laughs> That's her opinion. Technically, you won by doing nothing. So you you literally <laughs> yeah, showed your I won side. It on several levels. <laughs> so now we need to resolve the stake and spoils, which you did. And then from the defender, um, I will tell you that I have two cards. So you get to pick one or two randomly, and that will be uh, a reprisal that is done to you from me. As always, I'm number one. Great. I am going to pick. Your rival must show you two of the cards in their hand at the start of the next duel. You get to pick them, but I'm going to know two of your cards. Let's do time passes. What are you uh, doing? Or I can go first if you would like. Do you have a good ending? Because I could come up with a good ending. So I think I'll go first. Um, I think for mine, um, how many cards do you have still? Two. Discard them. Um, I think it's sapping your rival's resources. I think it's like, I make SJW Club, and I am fucking calling it SJW Club. Uh And the debate, we literally never even finished a debate. No one shows up to debate club anymore. You're the only member of debate club for, like, whatever the week is. And I, I think it's just, like, an awkward... I think it's just like you're really excited. You just won the the debate and it's like you show up to the next uh-huh. debate and no one's there. It's just you for the whole hour. Yeah. And you see like across the hall, SJW Club. And every uh-huh. everyone who was supposed to go to debate club went to SJW Club. This is excellent because I think I am going to recover my special, which means I'm going to show a vignette of my duelist gathering their resources the way that i'm showing this is that out of my bag i pull a bunch of papers and i think it's just me holding the papers up and crossing out debate topics (laughs) and writing beliefs and walking into the social justice club (laughs) Oh, I was, I thought you were going to have a moment where it's like, and I throw them in the garbage and it's character development, but like, nope. No, it was never character development. (laughs) It's the Scooby-Doo meme of like, let's see what's under the mask, but it's character development. And then you rip off the mask and it's like more pettiness. (laughs) Yes, basically. So I think we're going to take a break here. From our perspective, I think we'll come back to this. But overall, this is going to be edited together into one episode. So we'll be back. We're back now. We took a week break. Thank you for waiting 10 seconds. So we left off on a uh, passing time, which means the next thing that we're going to do is... A duel. Uh, I do remember the structure of a duel. And it starts off with us drawing up to five, unless you use your ability. But I believe you've used it up, correct? No, I re- I just replenished it. 
You did just replenish it. So are you going to use it? Yep. All right. So you're going to draw up to six. Uh, yeah. And now I get to decide if I want to discard some of my cards. Mm, yes. Um, I'm not going to discard any of my cards. Oh, okay. I'm scared. That's that's the downside of that ability is that you get information about my hand based on how many I discard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, let's flip this card. Uh, so it is the Ten of Clubs. Great. Uh, the, the prize is a new special. A lingering Great. wound or insult. Oh, I have an idea. Can this be... What if a lingering wound or insult, like the lingering wound is the fact that you keep very obviously coming to these clubs that I start, even though at this point, even even to me, it, it feels like it should be obvious that I don't want you in these clubs at this point. What if it's a confrontation about that and like... That's the stakes is like opening up this wound like directly because I don't think my character has brought this up. What do you think about that? I like this idea. I think there's something interesting here about like walking in and being like, hello, and you being like, "Um, I think in terms of how we frame this, we should decide who's the attacker. That's an eight. Um, Oh, no, I get to decide who's the attacker first. Um, You should attack first. Okay. Is this, like, months later, do you think, again? It's, like, or do you think this is, like, immediately after? I think it's gotta be SJW Club. This is a politically charged club, by definition, so what if we just, like, have opposing ideals to the point where, like, this is just not something that, like, Cole, that I can, like, deal with anymore? I think, like, one day, Mm -hmm. we've made it through our club meeting. Um, and I think it was just exceptionally rough that day. Uh, Politas, can I see you after class? You're, I just, I want to talk about something. Um, and I think I ask you to stay after class. This isn't my move. I'm just curious if you would stay after class, not class. Sorry. I guess I say, can yeah, you I was stay gonna say you're afterwards? not my teacher. <laughs> I'm your teacher now. Um, I've been promoted in these past uh few seconds, and I'm a I'm a teacher of this open body uh learning facility. Uh no. Yeah. I so, and I just like I ask you, like, can I talk to you afterwards? Absolutely, of course, Cole. The bell rings or the moss flashes or whatever to signal the end of the period of time that we have together. Um, and I think everyone is filtering out and Cole's like gathering their things up like extra slowly just to like, make sure that everybody leaves and is like Mm -hmm. very nervous and like shaking a little bit. And I think comes up to you. I have to ask, would it be okay if, you stop coming to the clubs that I make, please. I think this is my attack where it's like, I am yeah. confronting you directly, telling you, do not do the thing you are doing. Yeah, um, I think unsurprisingly, she's going to block that. So you played a 10, I played a jack, which means I win, which means... The attacker wins, they eliminate a repri- reprisal from the defender's sheet 
that matches the suit of the attacker's card. So you get to eliminate one of my hearts. I'm going to eliminate uh, your rival may not recover any reprisals before the end of the next duel. I think the the kind of way in which you get me here is like you kind of catch me off guard where I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, I, I, I wasn't aware it was a problem. Uh, Cole, I'm happy to do as you wish, but I, perhaps I had misunderstood. I thought we were friends. And is it not a a reasonable thing for a, a friend to wish to spend time with another friend in a shared interest? I'm going to block this. I, uh-huh. <laughs> why, why are we friends? I used the oh. jack, you used the three, and so I get to eliminate get one to of your eliminate. reprisals. I am going to eliminate, permanently reduce your rival's maximum hand size by one. What's the response here? I, I think it's just Cole being like shocked. Like we're we've we've never we've never hung out. What what do you talk, friend? Why do you not have friends? Do you know what friends are? Friends don't lurk in each other's clubs and make snide comments at them. I'm going to endure because she like doesn't have a good response to this. So I'm going to eliminate reduce your rival's current hand size by one until the end of the next. Duel. How do you respond? Cole's being very direct right now. I think she's like, well, I mean, I have friends, of course. I, I, I feel that, you know, I, uh, she's sort of like, uh, <laughs> and she's like, well, Cole, if you don't like me, you can just say so. I don't know why you've kept this going for so long. I I, I started to think that maybe there was something here, but I suppose there, there isn't. I think I'm going to endure this time, uh, and I, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I mean, am I not saying that? I'm going to eliminate. Your rival must show you two of the cards in their hand at the start of the next duel. Look, if you want to be friends, then you can at least try to act friendly. You don't have to be such a... Nuisance. I'm sorry. I I don't mean... I don't mean a bad way. I'm blocking this. (laughs) That's fair. I played the Queen of Hearts, you played the Eight of of Clubs, so so I win this one. Cole, let's be honest with ourselves for a moment. Are we not both people who need some sort of competition, who need some sort of adversary to truly be our best? To me, what I've been trying to do is to push you to be your best, and I think I've been doing a fantastic job. I'm enduring. I'm blocking one of your rivals' reprisals may never be recovered once it is used. I'm blocking that one. I don't want any of those things. What? That's crazy. That's a crazy person thing to think. <laughs> like, I don't... You haven't been pushing me to be my best self. You've been judging everything I do. You've been there every time to just make sure that I can't have fun anymore. I've been starting these clubs to try and have a good time, and every time I look, you steal it from me. 
I'm going to endure this. What, what? It's just like her kind of stammering, like unsure of what to say, and it's like, I clearly, I'm clearly, I misunderstood. What's your card? King of Hearts. You only have one hearts left, which is one of your rival's reprisals may never be recovered once it is used. My 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 kind of final attack is. <sighs> Cole, I... You're the only person I've ever met who actually challenges me. It is not based on what you want that I'm doing this. It is based on what we both need. I believe, Cole, that the most productive our relationship could be is like this, is what I've been doing. I'm going to endure, but also I'm out of cards. I'm going to eliminate one of your reprisals. Yeah, I only have one spades left, which is reduce your rival's current hand size by one until the end of the next duel. Are you out of cards too? I'm also out of cards. So if we're both out of cards... If we're both out of cards, flip a card from the deck, and then depending on the suit, that's how this ends. Oh my goodness. Oh, these are these are rough. I okay. I just want to respond quickly before we do this. I don't want to play in your fantasy game anymore. Let's, Let's flip, flip this a card. card. That's a clubs. Double uh, oh. KO. You both lose a passing time scene. Cole just bursts out crying and runs out of the room. Um, and I think we like see Politesse's face as she's like just jaw open like s- confused she thought this was fun this is fun to her <laughs> <laughs> why isn't this fun to other people yeah and so yeah so we both lose a, a, a passing time scene as I think like I think on my end what that is is it's just her kind of like not knowing how to what to do but like for politesse what this looks like is her wandering the halls just sort of like oh god like what's my what am i doing what's my purpose i don't think there's a club for a few weeks i i think it's i think it is just cole like we haven't said that there's classes but i think it's cole just like like not doing anything i think just like because they're scared like that was a that was a confrontation that was like an uh-huh. actual confrontation and if i show my face then like i i was awful i was so mean i have an idea for what'll be what'll be kind of the next conflict we do have one more passing time uh we, do. That we was... get one i think i'm gonna recover my reprisals not my special and so you're licking your wounds and recovering what is what is that like i think it's like i think in like the it's one therapy session because like (laughs) one therapy session is enough for her to be like oh i had this fight and i'm sad and i don't know what to do but it's not long enough for her to get into the like underlying issues of why she's doing this does she like be like, oh, my friend and I had a fight and yes. they they said something mean to me and I don't really know what to say about it? Like, how? what is the framing of this? I think the framing is like, I thought that we were friends, but I guess they didn't think we were friends. 
and I don't know how to where to go from here. And the advice is probably like, well, have you tried talking to them? Yes, basically. (laughs) Um, So I think I'm also (laughs) I've I'm going to knock back four reprisals back to what they were before. And so I'm also licking my wounds. It's funny because I was also going to be like, oh, it's a therapy session. But what if it's the same therapist? God, that's so good. It's the one school therapist. And again, it's not like a school. It's like a private learning institution. But like it probably still has like the one therapist for the like potentially hundreds, if not thousands of individuals. I don't know. Yes. Basically. But I think it's just, like, one therapy session of, like, Cole just talking and not really stopping because... Mm-hmm. Do do the floodgates ever just burst open for you and you, like, yes. finally have the words to, like, say uh-huh. what you've been wanting to say for potentially months at this point and you have to tell everybody, but it just so happens that the first person you actually tell is a therapist? So that, yeah. that happens, basically, for an hour. <laughs> I love the idea of it's, like... Politess like coming out the door and like in the same shot like 10 seconds pass and then cole walks in the door and it's literally the next client yeah absolutely that's what it is do you want to draw a card and see how it works with your uh your idea yeah i would love to. for the next scene so the nine of diamonds oh <laughs> we're back we've gotten a nine before we started with a nine Mm-hmm. VIP status uh, at a social event or diplomatic negotiation. Does this work with what you had had envisioned? Maybe we can workshop it. What was your vision? My original vision was that she kind of shows up at Cole's door. Can I suggest what if Cole is having like a party with their real friends? Oh, and that's like rough. The, the conflict is to get access to this party. Oh, that sucks. That makes me feel so bad. It might be right. I want to give my character some agency. Um, mm-hmm. I want her to make a move. Because so much of her th- shit is, like, reacting. Mm. Right? This is, like, this entire game has been Cole setting things up and then her reacting to them. And I want her to set something up so that Cole has to react. Um, oh, okay. Right? That feels That feels fitting, honestly, after this. Okay, here we go. I have one. I think one of the traditions at this school is like a a tournament of sorts, like a, a, a dueling tournament. It's like kind of expected that you will participate in. Mm, you like know, everybody? Yeah, like in the, in the school or at least like, mm. you know, certain, certain groups of people. And I think like there's just a day where like she knocks on she sh- knocks on Cole's door and like they open it and she like passes them a, a like saber or whatever and it's like come on we're going to practice <laughs> can it be like um like it's not that time it's like Cole has to decide and Cole ultimately does decide to go like what if it's like Paulo Tess like coming by leaving like a really ornate gift and like the long gift is I'm assuming like the the lance like a uh, fencing yeah yeah a fencing lance or sword um but yes. it's like a beautiful box on my doorstep you're not even there and there's just a note like noon tomorrow here's the location yes and it's and it's just like 
Cole has to decide whether or not to go. And I think at first it's like, Cole's like, no, fuck this. Like, absolutely Uh not. Like, has just an hour of a meltdown and is like, I will never show my face ever again. And then it's like three hours of like, well, do I go? Like, maybe I should. Maybe, maybe this will finally put an end to everything. I, I like, I show up and like, where are you? Like, where is this place you've invited Cole to? Uh, It's a practice room. I can't, I can't decide whether it's a common practice room or it's like something that her family um, has. Um, I don't think Cole would go to a private location. That feels like, like scary. So yeah, it's like a common practice room that is, is there kind of for this purpose and she's booked it. Do you have things like set up? Like, is there some grand thing that you've done with this room as Cole walks in and sees anything? No, it's just you. It's just me and a sword and like, (laughs) like, because I like the reason that I'm framing this way is like my thing that I've decided not to renew is always prepared. Um, I am not prepared for this. I've just like, (laughs) I've just like been like, well, come on. It's basically her in just this big empty room where there's, I assume, bleachers of some kind for people to watch. And maybe there's one or two people there, but she's just been practicing and just sort of looks up when you walk in. You know, it's interesting. The spoils of this are a point to victory or a point to reconciliation. Yeah, that feels fitting. I also think this is like specifically a you know, with, with the VIP aspect of this, it's like, this uh-huh. is in a, in a way, kind of a, uh, a smaller representation of how this tournament's going to go. Right. Like, or at the very least, it's like the sense of like how things would go when we face off for real. And the VIP status is who ultimately comes out on top. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see who goes first. Yeah. Oh, aces are low. I get to decide who goes first. I think Cole just like shakes their head and like walks into the room and is like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And like, I, I guess we don't have like armor because it's just we're rock. It doesn't matter. Like, you can yeah. poke. It's fine. Uh, and just like walks up to like the, the starting position is just like, well, come on. Uh, I think you can go first. Okay. She starts out with, all right, let's get into position. And I think there is the duel happening as she speaks. Cole, I was thinking perhaps we can find a better arrangement. I think the attack is her just assuming like, well, we, we have to, we have to figure out some way to, to do this, keep doing this thing. Um, I'm going to endure, and I think what that looks like is literally enduring as they flinch at that, um, and, like, you get a point in on them, and, uh, and we reset. There's no- I'm not making arrangements, I'm just- I'm just playing your game. Uh, and what are you marking? Uh, one of your rivals' reprisals may never be recovered once it is used. So we've reset- and I think Cole makes like a, a jump, a jumping lunge at the, I don't know how fencing works, a yeah. jumping lunge at the beginning, which is totally legal in this. And just like, after this match, I don't ever want to see you again. Oh, she's going to try and block that. 
Oh, Aces I still low. win. Yeah. Aces oh, are low. Oof. I was not expecting. I played a two. I was like, I'm just going to throw this away. What does that look like? Right. Uh, and just quickly, I'm just going to say I'm going to I'm going to remark uh, permanently remove one of your rival specials. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. What does that look I like? I think she tries to mount like this unsuccessful defense is like rapidly trying to, to hit your blows away. She's like, but Cole, we're we have a connection. We we can't we we're not it can't and then you like get a hit in and we reset and she says like what could I do what what could I do to 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 keep this going Cole I I we need this I'm gonna endure again I'm gonna get rid of the permanently reduce your rival's maximum hand size by one. I, I think Cole just goes, you clearly need this. I need space. I think the attack, I think what they say is what you need is friends. What you need is someone who will talk to you. All you ever want to do is talk. You need to listen, please. I'm going to endure. And the endurance here is her just saying, okay, Cole, I'm listening. And then her attack is, is like, again, a flurry of kind of, of sword blows and is like, (laughs) yes, I'm listening. And then keeps talking. And then says, (laughs) yeah. And then says, tell me the truth, Cole, about what this could mean to you. I'm going to endure, but you never listen to me. So I don't know why it's different. And I don't know why telling you the truth would make a difference because you only listen to yourself or you only listen to what you want to hear. You never actually think outside of your own mind. You need to get out of your brain. You need a friend. And that's not going to be me. That was my endure and my attack. So go ahead and mark. Uh... Mark your other spade. Reduce your rival's current hand size by one until the end of the next duel. Uh, the response is a concede. She concedes. Really? Yeah. Okay. She says, she says, does she even say anything? I think she just goes, I, you could, she's like in the middle of deflecting and then she just stops and she says, but I, you, I, and she drops the sword to the ground and just runs out of the room. Uh, A fun and lighthearted comedy story. So on a concede, I take the spoils, which, God, I guess, what is winning? I I like the idea that it's just like, you gotta buy. We were scheduled to fight at some point in the tournament, and I just oh. didn't show up. Oh. I think there's almost like a, like, oh yeah, like, she'll come and I can apologize and, like, I could I could say sorry for all the mean shit I said. And the announcer's like, oh, we got ten minutes until it's, like, called. And Cole starts to get, like, anxious, like, oh god, is everything okay? Um, like, did something happen to her? And then, like, the match gets called and it's, and I think Cole's still just waiting for, like, a while. I'm gonna put a point in reconciliation. Yeah. I don't know if that feels right. It feels it feels potentially fitting. I like I it's up to you, right? It's your call. Should Cole feel bad? I don't know, but I think Cole feels bad um about yeah. and like thinks this is, you know, their fault for what they said. 
And I mean, I just want to be very clear that like, you know, in real life, this is just someone standing up for themselves and then setting a boundary, but it can often be very hard to set a boundary when you haven't done it in like either a long time or ever. Um, yeah. and it can often feel gross. So I think Cole just hasn't done this before. On, on kind of my side, like my character is shitty is <laughs> like a shitty and is being manipulative because she doesn't have a better coping mechanism for the things that she's feeling. Yeah. She's in her head a lot. She's in her head a lot and was like, she's projected onto Cole that Cole is like going to save her from the boring life that she has. And the boring life of being a rich, like philosopher. Yeah. Right. Like (laughs) it's, it's nonsense, which like, to be clear, Cole is also a rich philosopher. Yes. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Um, what, what does the passing time look like? Yeah, okay. I know I know what mine is. Oh, wait, no. First, I have to use a reprisal on you. Oh, right. I forgot I how the game works. I have to flip a card, right? I flip a card and then... No, I choose a card from your hand. I have one card. Okay, then it's that card. That's the four of spades. That's spades. So what, what are you using on me? Do you have either of your spades? You do. I do. I reduce your rival's current hand size by one until the end of the next duel. Oh, which is the last duel. So I get four cards next duel. Great. Uh-huh. Which I should am... be interesting. Yeah, and I'm recovering my special is what mm-hmm. I'll be doing. So show a vignette of your duelist gathering their resources and recover one spent special. I mean, mine here is, I think it's like her you know, in her room, just, like, very, like, broken up about things and is, like, sad and stuff. And then she, like, is, like, you know what? I don't, I don't need this. I don't need them. I'll, I'll make my own club. I'll make my own club and I, (laughs) and I won't need, I'll find another person. I'll find someone better. Someone who deserves this rivalry. Um, You haven't truly been challenged yet. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't beaten. No. <laughs> I'm going to show my duelist researching or practicing their strategies and discard as many cards as I like and draw the same amount of cards. I mean, I think the strategy is just like, I need to know what my next club is. Like, I think, you know, I've let this distraction go on long enough. I assume this is the last I'm going to see of Politess. I haven't seen her in a in a, like a week at this point. Uh, not even since that duel probably. It's yeah, know, probably. I maybe it's more than a f- week, maybe it's a few weeks, maybe it's a yeah. month. Uh but I but I think like uh just unbothered. I have I am given a foothold to sort of regain myself and and uh and organize and and I'm going to discard two cards and draw two more. Yeah, all right. And then we can figure out where what this last duel is going to be about. First, we draw cards into our hand. Yep, I'm going to draw two more. I'll be using my more. special, so I'm going to grab six. Great. I have four cards this time. Yeah, you're not well set up uh, for this one. Okay. Now let's figure out what the spoils and the, you know, the, the thing. This six of diamonds. <laughs> An injury or compromise of one's well-being. This is the final duel. I don't want this to be like a life or death situation. I don't think that's what this is. No, 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 absolutely not. 
what if we accidentally made the same type of club and like a few months later like we both make it to nationals or something yeah fuck it sure i love this what if we both made a glee club I don't know that it should be... Does it have to be a glee club? I feel like we can do... No. I think we can it doesn't do have to be. This is, like, this, is the, this is the ultimate showdown, you know? Look, glee made glee club look like the ultimate showdown. Did not quite, but go off. Um, I'm almost more interested in, in it being like a kind of... Poetry club? No, I... I just am questioning whether this needs to be like this big kind of going to nationals thing. I want this to be really personal because at this point this has mm. gotten really personal. What if what if the stage is nationals, but it's like this is like behind the curtain or afterwards or beforehand or like the night out. Like it's just like we don't know where we are. Like we're in strange land where we are fish out of water or rocks out of water. I also like the idea of Atlantis Nationals. <laughs> yeah, it's very Maybe. funny. <laughs> I think this has to be a situation in which, like, we are forced to interact because I don't know that we would interact otherwise. Yeah. All the teams are put up in one location and there's, like, one dining hall and it just so happens that we... You know, the seats are assigned, maybe. And also, like, is Paula Tess by herself? Yeah, of course. We, okay. I don't think Cole's alone. You know, breakfast at a hotel. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, um, like sad breakfast or, like, good? Like, are there melons and honeydew? Or is it, like, four types of cereal? People. There's good shit. Okay, all right. I think it's, like, everyone is kind of there, right? And Cole is, like, sitting down and eating at this table with, like, two friends. Um, and mm -hmm. there's, like, one open spot, and Paula Tess comes in, and <sighs> it's the only open spot left. Oh. <laughs> she sort of looks around and is like, like, okay, we should decide what, what club this is. Um, I think Poetry Club is interesting. I think that's fine. I, th like, I love the idea of, like, does Paula Tess, like try and see if someone's gonna leave but is like awkward now awkwardly standing there for like over a minute yes. and it just like nobody leaves and just like yep. she's hungry yeah and i think she like kind of sheepishly comes over and it's like <sighs> can can i sit here cole looks around the room i i guess I think she just kind of starts eating. Um, let's decide who who's going to attack first here. That's a queen. Right. I decide you who attacks first. You get to decide. If you want to go first, I can... Cole just goes back to laughing with their friends, maybe? Yeah. Like, just pretends you're not there. Yeah, I think the she attacks first, and I think her attack is... So, written any good new poetry recently? The, like laughter cuts off i guess and um and they just like look at you and they're like yep is this enduring is I, oh it's enduring yeah it's enduring 100 percent. i'm just gonna I'll, it doesn't matter i'll eliminate that you may not <laughs> attack first in the next duel there is no next duel yeah that's, this is the last one uh what do you, what's your attack right oh god i have to attack Oh, 
You're still an active participant, regardless of I whether know, or not, like... I know, I'm just, like, think. I don't want to, like, Cole's polite, Cole's also compassionate. That is another flaw of mine, um, and I think after this awkward, like, silence of, like, yep, doesn't know what to say for a second, and then is, like, it's cool that you, uh, started your own club. I, um, didn't think you'd do that. I don't know if that's actually an attack, but I don't know I if it feels an like an attack. Yeah. Play a card. Uh, let, let, let me play a card. I'm gonna block it. And the way mm -hmm. that I'm blocking it is I am saying, yeah, well, I guess there's some things you didn't know about me, Cole. So, so you, you block that successfully. And then I think my attack is it's her. She's still this way. She <laughs> says, God. like, she says, really excited to get on that stage and uh, show who's really the best at this. I'm going to endure. I think it's just like, it's Cole just being like, oh, yeah, I'm actually rooting for Granite. I really like his, uh, his words he's going to share this year. I don't. I'm excited for everybody's, but yeah, I, I think he's going to take it. You're trying to imply it's like you versus me again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. this other person that like. <laughs> yeah, of course. I I checked your rival must show you two of the cards in their hand at the start of the next duel. That is what I. I OK, so. yeah. Your attack now. <laughs> it's like awkward for a second. And then Cole like makes like shifts their eyes to their friends you're like across the table from me, I'm assuming, because yeah. it's four people at a table. Yeah. And I think Cole's eyes like shift back and forth and then like uh, looks a little nervous and is like, do you want to go shopping with us before the tournament? This is a genuine moment and I don't know if that's like expected. Yeah. I can't tell if this is block or endure. I'm going to say the thing, and then I, I want you to help me figure this out, what, what this is. All right. Because the in-character thing for her to say is, I appreciate what you're doing, Cole, but you don't have to. <laughs> I get it. It sounds like endure. It does. Yeah, I think she's enduring. I am going to mark... One of your rival's reprisals can never be recovered once it's used. Again, huh. not not much matters at this point. What matters is the story. And in the interest of the story and, and kind of her next attack, I think what she says is, I hope you find what you need when you go out shopping. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm enduring. I know what I'm, I'm going to say. Oh, it's, I mean, the shopping isn't really about what we find. It's just, you know, we like, we like spending time together and, I heard this city has some fun, fun stores. Um, I'm just excited to, you know, hang out with my friends. Thought, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if this sounds rude. I just don't know if you've gotten to just hang out with friends before. That's why I asked. I'll just eliminate your other heart. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so, what are you doing? God, she just says, like, I never wanted your pity, and I sure don't want it now. Is this you blocking? This is me blocking. 
Unfortunately, yeah, I am high. using uh-huh, my ace is high. I'm using my ability. Uh, uh-huh. Vicious reversal. I, I, I guess narratively how this is a vicious reversal is like, I'm just trying to do what you wanted. I thought you wanted to interact. I thought you wanted to be friends. I'm just trying. And it seems like there, it just seems like there's no winning. I can't get you to leave. I can't get you to come with us. What do you want? Who are you? I don't know anything about you other than you're tenacious and you don't give up. Except when it's easy, I guess. So my attack, I think she says, um, Cole, I am who I've always been and I want what I've always wanted. I want to be pushed to be better. I want to... I want to connect with someone who's on my level. I want to... I want to feel challenged. I, I'm so tired of these people who don't... Don't ever seem to want to have this fight. And I thought you would want this fight because you are brilliant and you are kind and you are all of these good things and i thought i could match that and i thought you could do that for me and god damn it cole i just want to feel something i just want to feel alive i think i'm blocking okay blocking but it fails but i think it's like i already tried i'm Clearly not good enough. I'm out of cards, so as an attacker... Oh! (laughs) Well, then both of us, so it's the same thing as before. Uh, Uh This is the last card of the game. Yeah, we have to to draw our final card. Now, now with with in mind that the stakes of this duel are an injury or compromise to one's well-being, do you want to draw the final card? Would love to. And let's go. That's a club. Oh, double KO. You both oh lose a passing God. time scene. I mean, there's no passing time scene, but I think it ends bad, right? I don't know. I think there's like, let's consider where we've ended. Yeah. Um, so like double KO, we both take this, like the losing end of the stakes is like an injury or compromise to one's well-being reconciliation is the is the victor here and i wonder if this is like i almost wonder and i'll 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 suggest this and you can decide if you think this this fits is this just them being like we need to talk this through (laughs) and if like there's a thing that we lose here it's that like i don't know i don't want to speak for cole but for for my character, it's like very much like I would happily miss this competition to like talk about this oh. actively and actually like work through this and see where things are going to end up for us. Is the like injury to well-being like an emotional injury like this? Yeah. Like it is a reconciliation where it's like the friendship fucking sucks for a while. Like or it's just even just really hard stuff to talk about to say like. Be like, you hurt me. Yeah, or to, and to, for, you know, for my character, I know that there's the sense of, like, like... It it yeah. sounds like you're hurting, too. 
Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, and you have to recognize that. Yeah. Like, of course it's us. And so we're going to go the like transformative justice route. But like (laughs) this, this feels like a, a potential solution here in which it's like, we have to reframe our whole relationship and that's going to be hard for these two characters who this entire game has been regardless of whatever our rivalry stands for this has been kind of one-sided in which i'm kind of the attacker and you are like just sort of taking it and there's like this sense here where like there's a reason that your flaws are compassionate and overly polite right like you have to say shit for real and you have to know that it's going to hurt mm-hmm. and you still have to say it. And I have to say shit and like get hurt and recognize that what I've done is project onto you. And I think that like the reconciliation to me means we don't just call the whole thing off and go our separate ways and like f- nurse this hurt. We like talk through the hurt. But the fact that there is still this this loss on both sides here shows that, like, it still hurts. It still forces us to reckon with hard questions and, like, reckon with ourselves and who we are and our flaws. Yeah. And um, I think maybe just to paint this a bit, it's like, uh, you know, like, Cole just, like, I don't know if we have lips, bites their, like, lips and, and just is, like, tells their friends to, like, they'll they'll catch up with them. Um maybe we see like scenes of like the competition is happening and there are like two empty seats. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, we're cutting back and forth between like wonderful poems and, and, and just this like hallway, it's just like shitty lighting. And, and it's just like both of both Cole and Politess, just like different, like talking positions, just back and forth. And, and I think Granite does win. I think, you know, Granite's yeah. poetry is, is great and he wins. And and there's this like wonderful, like happy juxtaposition of like everyone's cheering. And, and then it's like we switch back and both of them crying, but they're hugging. Yeah. If you are cool with this, I feel like a good kind of final image here is maybe a new club that they've started. Uh, together friendship club it's friendship club is it a kind of club about transformative justice and like this kind of notion (laughs) of mediation to me that feels i don't think cole is emotionally capable of doing that for other people but sure you know what friendship club works then i think i think the idea of a a friendship club they'll get to transformative justice club in five to ten years i think i think i think for now it's just it's like a shitty banner that just says friendship club and i think that's where like transformative justice club starts i think it's the only club that lasts that long i think every other club like died in like at most a month um usually it was a few days maybe um, but I think this one just like does survive. And I think like it goes through changes and it, at first it's friendship club, but yeah, I think like, you know, they share their story. They, um, they yeah. do reconcile. I have a question. Does Paulo Tess feel like, um, she needs a challenge anymore or does she find the challenge for her? It's a recognition that there are healthy ways to be competitive, right? That like competition can be consensual and fun that it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be like this that like she could get really into some sort of 
competitive thing or some sort of like thing she can do on her own. There are there are other avenues here. And I don't I think the the thing for her is she no longer looks for a challenge in her kind of personal relationships when that other person doesn't want that. Where does Cole end up? I think Cole learns from this. Um, It's a very important lesson that like, you can't have boundaries unless you talk about your boundaries. We see like someone else who, who they say like no to. I think it's just as simple as like, uh, someone is like, can I join this club? And it's like, uh, someone being like, uh, uh, like a dick. And it's like, well, I have every right to join this club. And I, I think they just like look over at Paula Tess and then just like looks back and is like, no, or it's not like, no, it's like, you're going to have to speak to someone else for this. This is, this isn't, this isn't yeah. my position, actually. It's, it's hers. Uh, and like gestures to Paula Tess, um, and Politess says, get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. Yeah, Cole laughs, and, um, and yeah, Friendship Club survives. That's um, a Do It of Steel, brought to you uh, by Friendship Club, every Tuesday at 6pm. Actually, it's every Monday at 12pm, you know, when we release our episodes, those Friendship Club. Um... <laughs> That was really good. Um, thank you to Adrian Thun, who who made this game, and thanks to y'all for listening. This was a lot of fun, and I'm really really glad that we got to do this. <laughs> this might not have been the the guffaws and chuckles of a normal salt cravings, but I hope you left this <laughs> feeling like you got something out of this. And if you did, please let us know. And if you didn't, also let us know. Again, like we said up front, um, we would love to hear feedback. Good night. Good night.